This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, December 12, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. The Seventh Amendment recognizes a right to a jury trial, but when the feds seek to deny you life, liberty, or property, they often don't deliver on the process that you might think is due. They instead handle the cases in-house, within a federal agency. Attorney Adi Dinar with the Pacific Legal Foundation discusses what's at issue in the current Jarkissi case before the Supreme Court. We also discussed another case that may be hot on its heels. We are told that we have three branches of government, executive, legislative, and judicial. Um, but at least at the federal level, we have federal agencies that have taken on uh, judge-like functions. And uh, they have administrative law judges who by all accounts, look like judges when they uh, make their determinations uh, on matters of law, and uh, they have teeth. That is, the the fines that they issue typically have to be paid. Uh, And for people who don't like that, uh, people who feel like they have not received uh, due process when they are uh, dealing with these agencies, what recourse have they had uh, up to now, they have not had any recourse because you have uh, set up. We have set up a system where these adjudications have to occur in front of the administrative uh, tribunals before you can obtain any eventual judicial review, and that's really what's at stake in all of these cases. Uh, you know, there are regulated parties and private parties who wish, you know, that uh, they receive a fair trial in front of an impartial judge and jury. But none of those things happen in agency adjudication. And that is the issue that uh, many litigators are tackling, including at the Supreme Court in a case called Securities and Exchange Commission versus Jarkissi. At the Pacific Legal Foundation, we are litigating in the similar uh, areas against many agencies, including the National Credit Union Administration, the uh, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, Consumer Product Safety Commission. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few agencies there, but uh, you get the general idea. So uh, at issue in Jarkissi is whether or not the process of putting somebody through this while denying, delaying uh, the opportunity to go to what I like to call a real court with a real judge to actually adjudicate on behalf of the judicial branch whether or not what's been done to this person is constitutional. Correct. It's a process issue and it's also a rights issue. Uh, because remember, in the Seventh Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, uh, the Constitution recognizes the right to a jury trial Uh when the government goes after people for essentially what looks like civil penalties for money damages. Money is quintessential property, and when government seeks to deprive people of life, liberty, or property, they must be afforded due process of law. So it's not simply a procedural thing, it's also a right that is recognized by the Constitution. So, uh, Jarkissi, as of this recording, We are less than 24 hours out from the oral argument in that case, Uh, but waiting in the wings, uh, however that case turns out, is a case that uh, Pacific Legal Foundation 
is handling and, and what does that case deal with? This case deals with the constitutionality of agency adjudication at the National Credit Union Administration. NCUA is a federal agency that essentially regulates the credit unions in the country. PLF's client, Jeffrey Motes, uh, was a CEO of a credit union in South Texas. Uh, he had been a CEO for 25 years, but when the federal agency took over the day-to-day -day operations of the credit union, it's called conservatorship, they fired Jeffrey Motes. And that's what this case is about. They hailed him into their own agency tribunals and uh, are seeking million dollars in civil penalties, four million dollars in restitution, and a lifetime ban on ever working in the banking industry. And that is that's huge, right? That's the, your your entire uh, what you've been working for professionally simply gone. A determination from an executive branch agency, one might think that you should have to go to a court to impose once and for all that kind of penalty on somebody. Correct. And essentially, these agencies um, award themselves the civil penalties that they seek. So in essence, they are acting as the prosecutor, as the judge, as the jury, and then the executioner of the award of damages they give themselves. So uh, what would what are you asking the court to determine? Now, currently, this is at a district court uh, level, but what are you asking the court to say? We are asking the court to declare that this agency adjudication is unconstitutional because it deprives people like Mr. Motes the right to a jury trial. It is an unconstitutional delegation of authority to the agency to be able to adjudicate in-house. And uh, there are other constitutional issues with Article II agencies, executive branch agencies sort of cloaked in this judicial-like power. Um, the basic notion there is that uh, judicial power belongs in the judiciary. It cannot be given to an executive branch agency. Given what we've heard so far from the U.S. Supreme Court about the degree to which uh, Congress may delegate powers to executive branch agencies, which is, uh, the court seems fairly skeptical uh, of, of those powers, given uh, cases that don't deal specifically with this issue, but deal with uh, the power to regulate among executive branch agencies. What do you expect to happen in this case? In the Jarkasi case, for example, I expect the court to tackle uh, the issue of jury trials. And that really is an important issue because if the court decides the jury trial question in favor of Mr. Jarkasi, for example, um, the non-delegation doctrine question essentially becomes a lesser issue in the case. Uh, the non-delegation doctrine argument in Jarkasi is essentially asking the court to say that the agency has uh, has too much choice in either going to their own in-house courts or going to actual federal courts. But if you have a jury trial, that jury trial must happen in an actual court. So the agency would have no choice at that point uh, to commence prosecution uh, 
or commence enforcement actions in agency tribunals. So it, the, the, deciding the jury trial question essentially decides the non-delegation doctrine question. So there are a lot of adjudications that agencies do that are not at all controversial. I'm thinking of like social security and that sort of thing, where it's probably a lot of cases that are, that go very move quickly through administrative law courts. Um, what happens to those cases? Do those then have to go to article three courts, what I like to call real courts? I don't think so. Uh, because those cases are cases where uh, the private party is applying for government benefits. The private party is applying for social security benefits. Those aren't cases where the government is coming after you, alleging that you have violated the law. And that's a crucial distinction because uh, cases like Jarkasi are cases where the government is going after the regulated party or after private individuals and seeking civil penalties and other monetary relief from them, as opposed to social security cases or even immigration cases or veterans benefits cases, where the private party is applying for government benefits. Adi Dinar is an attorney with the Pacific Legal Foundation. We spoke last month in Phoenix. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast anywhere you please. And thank you for listening. <laughs>